Kevin Soling is director of the acclaimed documentary, The War on Kids. It is winner of the Best Educational Documentary Award at the New York Independent Film and Video Festival. He received accolades in the New York Times, Variety, and the Huffington Post. He was featured as a guest on the Colbert Report, and the film was broadcast internationally on the Sundance Channel. He regularly lectures and writes about the human rights abuses of compulsory education. He has a degree in education policy and management from Harvard, my backyard from uh, Boston, where I'm from, but in Cambridge, technically. Uh, Kevin Soling is our guest. Kevin, good afternoon and welcome. Good to have you with us. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. You wrote a piece entitled The Bully Business. I'm a mom of a six and a seven-year-old. My daughter is young at six, of six years of age. First grade has been the victim of bullying, not to the point that we see with teens. But this is a huge problem. And I'm not only uh, you know glad that you, you wrote about this, but... I've been very excited about your document, documentary, excuse me, The War on Kids. So first of all, thank you um, sure. for, again, uh, spotlighting this issue and, and the need for us to put a spotlight on this issue. Why is this important to you? Um, well, it's important because, uh, you know, I, I guess I care about youth uh, and also because, you know, I, I experience and pretty much everyone experiences uh, who, uh, the, these kinds of abuses and the humiliation and degradation of uh, the the, uh, the school environment and uh, things have, have gotten worse and the problem is that there are consequences uh, to everyone uh, that it fundamentally erodes at uh, the uh, democratic values that we profess and uh, affects the society that we live in when we place children in that kind of environment and they adapt to being uh, in an environment where they have no civil liberties. You talk about, in your piece and certainly uh, with your film, there are people out there who profit from bullying, or in a sense, more so specifically, profit off of the tactics used to punish kids who are mean at school. You write, quote, profiteers who masquerade as though they are performing public services champion these very same inane tactics to combat bullying, uh, referring to what you talked about in your piece, some uh, crazy stuff about boxers uh, suffering from brain injuries. Not your writing, uh, but obviously, you know, what is being done here. The tactics to combat bullying are clearly not working, correct? And obviously, People, a lot of people out there in industries profiting from this. Please speak to that point that you you have made, and I haven't heard anybody else talk about this prior. Yeah, yeah, it's it's something no one wants to talk about because no one wants to address it because it means facing you know the real issue and the real problem. Um, and there have been uh, meta analysis and a number of studies on all these you know anti bullying programs and different approaches. Uh, and then there have been you know various campaigns where all the city mayors are getting involved and, and the director of the movie Bully you know is is, is behind that and, and that approach is you know why can't we all just get along kind of you know thing kind of a feel good thing. But the the, the uh, approach that that's that's taken in all of these is is uh, some form of conditioning. Uh, and it's uh, trying to uh, retrain, you know, be, you know, behavioral approach. Uh, but what's what's missing, what's completely neglected, is the environment. And no one ever looks into or addresses or acknowledges the role that environment plays in in creating um, uh, aggression, depression, anxiety. Uh, when when you hold a population powerless, uh, it, it results in uh, learned helplessness, where you have uh, all these different symptoms emerge, and the more oppressive the environment, the more instances that you'll see of things like aggression, and that's why 
uh, bullying is rampant. And and there is kind of a fallacy there in terms of suggesting that there are bullies and there are victims. Uh, there there was recently, you know, it, it's rare that there are good studies on, on this subject, but uh, there, there was one researcher who, who showed how many people who are victimized are also bullies, and it's kind of an opportunistic uh, uh, situation. You have a population that's powerless, and they need to exercise some degree of control of their lives, and the only people they can express you know this against or to is is other people who are are weaker than themselves uh so you know you have bullying emerge so it's not like there's there's a population of mean kids and kids that are that are victims it's it's you know it's like i said it's it's, it's pervasive among uh the entire population in some manner you talk about there's an entire industry that's recently emerged to exploit bullying. You talk about filmmakers, politicians, lobbyists, corporations. You're not exploiting uh, bullying, but what about somebody who would, and I'm not attacking you, but what about somebody who would say uh, to you, well, you're you're profiting from bullying too. We're discussing the issue. Or do you feel it's different what you're doing because you're not profiting from uh, ignoring the fact uh, that you feel that bullying is a symptom of a disease, a much bigger issue that nobody's addressing. Well, I, I'm not selling snake oil. I'm, you know, the, these the, the people that I'm complaining against are the people that are pretending to have solutions to a problem, and, and that that's the bully business. It's it's the people that that claim that that you know that their their various programs are are a solution, and uh, I, I'm you know pointing you know my pitch is is letting people you know uh, uh, point them in the right direction or a different direction to to look at the, the fundamental problem and you know there, there are a number of different experiments that uh, you know there was one that was done on on you know the famous rat park experiment you know showing the effects of uh, environment on on creating uh, the 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 psyche of, of the population uh, but you have you know the student population that's held in captivity. And, and if you are not acknowledging that, you're, you're, it's fundamentally deceptive and, and corrupt, and that's, you know, my, my point. And well, you you talk about the insistence by some of these people or you know organizations and and even entire uh, school industries. You talk about in New Jersey a lot of money thrown at a problem, and it really only resulted in more staff and didn't really address not only the problem but obviously has not been. Uh, just looking at, there's been no dramatic uh, decrease in New Jersey in that school system uh, in uh, bullying. Um, but there are those, you say, that insist that bullies feel bad about themselves, have deep insecurities, and crave attention. Is that true for some? In other words, even though you feel si- the symptom, bullying is a symptom of a larger problem, a disease, are, can all bullies be painted with the same stroke of the brush? No, I, again, I think that, that that's another you know problematic approach in that again it, it paints bullies as if they're a distinctly separate population. So to be making any kind of generalities about bullies is you know is is a fallacy. Uh, all kids, you know, either or, or you know, the, the population of bullies is is, is very gray. And it's not that you can distinctly make you know uh, assertions about characteristics uh, when when there isn't a defined population. So so even you know so everything in the dialogue about 
bullying, you know, that doesn't acknowledge or recognize environment and the role environment plays is is, is basically a lie and is, is never going to to succeed. Uh, and and now, 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 fact, talk to us, talk to us about that. that. Talk to us about uh, that. You say that yeah. you say the the role of the, the role environment play, the environment plays is a lie. Does that mean that you know even the school uh, doesn't? you know, uh, water this seed in the garden that grows into this symptom? I, I don't understand exactly the question. I'm saying the environment is, is, the, is the, the most basic problem is the environment. Oh, so you do, you, do, you do agree that the, the, the school, in a sense, is culpable? The school is precisely culpable, yeah. Okay. That, that is exactly the, you know that is exactly the problem. That's what no one wants to address, because if if you if you actually have to deal with the fact that placing children uh, in, in an environment where they're powerless is the is the the, the main culprit, uh, this, this, there is no easy solution. There's no easy fix. You can't you know buy your way you know out of that with some you know with some program. You actually have to develop a whole new system and and new uh, structure and new approach to to uh, uh, education and and that's something no one wants to you know to to acknowledge or or address. It, well, it, it's too big a, a you know an issue. Well, those people out there that claim to be experts on on bullying and who disagree with you, um, you know, I, I I mean, really, what what is their problem with your philosophy, your theory, uh, your belief, which definitely you know contradicts theirs, or quite frankly broadens theirs, because you know, again, if you put band-aid on something that needs major surgery, the band-aid's going to come off, and you still need the surgery. Yeah, I, I can't speak to anyone. No, I haven't. Uh, you know, I haven't engaged in a direct debate with anyone who's uh, uh, you know who's taken a contrary position. There's 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 way too much evidence and. Uh, and, and research to support my position, and there is absolutely none. Uh, the, the, the research that, that shows, you know, there, there are a few studies here and there that show uh, some, uh, you know, some minor decrease in bullying, and yet there are plenty of meta-analyses that show that either they don't work or even some studies that show more. But the ones that, that might show that there's a slight decrease uh, have uh, questionable terms as far as, what they, how they define uh, success. So th- there, there is, there is no, you know, there's no body of research that supports, uh, you know, any other position. So. And, and speaking of that, what, what about kids that are bullied outside of school? Because you know, you talk about um, children being rendered powerless by adults who subject them to an environment from which they cannot escape, throwing them into school, what, you know, six plus hours a day. What about kids who are homeschooled or are not bullied at school, but, you know, maybe they're bullied at, you know, the the playground or a park or a sporting event or camp or something like that? Well, again, you have to look into, you know, there there are many factors, uh, you know, that, that, uh, in, in, that are catalysts for aggression, and I'm saying that the the uh, that there is aggressive behavior that that takes place, and there is there is bullying that that takes place. But if you look at the incidence in, uh, of bullying, and you look at um, 
so, so you, have, you have to take a much more comprehensive approach. It's not that you can't find anecdotal situations of, of bullying and people you know who who are aggressive and you don't know what's going on and you know with their home life are they are they abused and replicating behavior there. So, so there are the potential for other catalysts. But if you're looking in the school environment and you're seeing you know what is epidemic. Uh, and you're not addressing the environment, then you're missing, you know, exactly what's going on. But that doesn't mean that, that you know, that you don't have aggressive behavior outside of oppressive environments. I'm just saying that it becomes epidemic and worse, that it's it's the most fundamental and pervasive catalyst. We're going to take a break, Kevin. Uh, hang tight. Pick up the phone and join us if you would like to talk with our guest. You have questions, comments, experiences, agree or disagree, 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Kevin Soling, director of the acclaimed documentary The War on Kids, winner of the Best Educational Documentary Award at the New York Independent Film and Video Festival, is our guest. We'll be back with him and you right after this break. Follow him on Twitter at Kevin Soling, C-E-V-I-N-S-O-L-I-N-G, and the website is studentresistance.com. Come back after this. War on Kids, winner of the Best Educational Documentary Award at the New York Independent Film and Video Festival. Kevin, thank you for holding. Welcome back. Let's take some calls, questions, or comments, and we go to Reggie in Decatur, Georgia, line four. Reggie, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Question or comment for our guest? I have a question. Uh, do you guys think that uh, the bullies who bully other kids and other people? Do you think they get it from the home, from their parents, or are the bullies themselves being abused and bullied by their own, by their parents, by their own parents themselves? And whatever happens to the do as I say, not as I do mentality. And what about the bad parents who teach their kids how to bully other other kids and other people? You know, teach them how to fight. Well, I'm going to have Kevin answer that. Kevin, do you think the parents have anything to do with this, or is it just the environment that they they put them in? I mean, to Reggie's point. If a child is bullied or if there's aggressive or even abusive behavior by one or both parents in the home, uh, is it, you know, sort of like, well, dad slaps the bully upside the head and he goes to school or she goes to school and then, you know, uh, displaces that uh, anger and projects that action onto another? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. There there are other factors and and certainly, uh, you know, the the treatment at home and and things of that nature and, you know, can can certainly be a factor, a contributing factor. Uh, I'm I'm just, you know, addressing what is is the most ubiquitous and pervasive uh, that's not being being discussed at all. But, but, uh, you know, I I certainly don't deny and, and that that is a, you know, that can be a contributing factor. It's not not everyone that's abused in the home or, or you know, becomes a bully, but it certainly, you know, it certainly can be a contributing factor. When you talk about, in your piece and with uh, your film, your documentary, the school, you know, that, you know, being the problem, do you think that we need to revamp the entire educational system? Do you think that, you know, we need to take small steps and therefore we could reduce uh, the amount of bullying? Or do you just dislike the idea of the educational system and kids being thrown in it as we know it currently uh, today overall? Yeah, no, the, the, the compulsory education system actually cannot be reformed. And it is something that, that needs to be uh, thrown out. It, it is 
uh, it, it's not effective in in any of its you know alleged missions. It, it's not successful in instilling uh, literacy among the population. Uh, we know from the Department of Education statistics that only 13 percent of the American population is proficient, uh, which which is the highest level of, of their their standards of literacy, literacy conceitedly. But uh, when you're going through you know eight or nine years of, of of school, five days a week, ten months out of the year, seven hours a day, uh, you'd hope that more than 13 percent of the population would be able to read and think critically. Uh, it's it's not effective at instilling democratic values because schools are um, in fact you know schools are operate in a fascist environment and fascism is is an autocratic uh, institution where dissent is suppressed and loyalty is demanded and, and schools are are fascist and and the civil rights of, of children are are completely obliterated they have they have very few um, civil rights in that environment um, and uh, socialization is 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 also not something that's that's normal or healthy in that environment. Uh, everyone's age segregated, um, and you have, you know, like I said, the pervasive bullying, which is the issue we're discussing. Uh, it, it's not a healthy environment, and it doesn't succeed, and it's not something that can be reformed because it's founded on a this uh, corrupt power structure where you have uh, children are are not able to pursue things that are that they're interested in, and obedience to authority is the highest virtue and is the primary uh, and fundamental. Uh, goal in the institution before any supposed learning can take place. You know, children have to learn to, to sit down, shut up, and take orders. What is the alternative then? Because our children do need to learn. Everyone needs to learn. Uh, do our children, you said it needs to be reformed, it won't be reformed. Uh, what do you propose? Homeschooling? Because not every parent's is Parent well, is no, well, uh, equi- equipped to school our kids thing. at home. Homeschooling can can just be that same you know abusive power structure. Um, there there are currently there are you know there are options and things that, that exist that, that work. There's democratic schooling. There's unschooling. Um, different. The, the thing is, and the thing that schools don't recognize or acknowledge because they can't, is that every every child is different and has different demands. Some kids need a lot more structure. Some kids True. need very little structure. But um, what Teachers need to be is mentors uh, who support uh, the learning of, of children and, and don't do it in a way where they're dictating, uh, where they can provide resources, they can provide, uh, offer you know, experiences and opportunities and things that, that they hadn't considered. But uh, ultimately, you know, the child needs to be, you know, the one who pursues what they're interested in because that's, that's you know, fundamentally how, how people learn. Um, it, you force someone to to try to learn something and they will resent it. And, and what we see in schools is that after kids, you know, kids only retain knowledge just as long as until they're tested on it and, and they intentionally and willfully try to forget everything after they're tested because, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it, it's the only kind of resistance that's available to them and knowledge becomes disposable. So they, they don't need to learn anything after the, after the test, so they have no value for, for learning. Uh, so what they do respect are the things, you know, that interest them. And, and you know, children are sponges uh, until they go to school. They're, they're desperate to learn. They're eager and, and excited. And, and there are numerous studies and numerous examples at democratic schools and other way, you know, environments uh, where, where you can witness and, and see that, you know, the kids grow up into be educated, well-adjusted adults. So it's it's not you know high in the sky fantasy things. It's uh, you know it's 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 an unhealthy environment and it's not uh, conducive to uh, you know to to effective learning. 
Uh, Kevin, thank you for being with us. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love.